This is Gemara Nadarim Daf Mem Aleph, and we're holding on Mem Omid Bees, three lines from the top, which is three lines from the bottom, a nice and short Omid Bees that we had yesterday, and we pick it up from Omar Rav Ami, Omar Rav. And the truth is, before we even begin, Omar Rav Ami, Omar Rav, there's one detail that we should mention, is that if we quickly peek at the Messiah's Hashas, which is uh, right above my head, whoever's looking at the screen, top left corner of your Gemara, it says that in Ein Yaakov, it doesn't say Omer of Ami Omer Av, but Omer, it says Ravin. And it says that it makes more sense because then the Gemara actually has some level of flow. Even within a Gadotah, we always like to try to find that there's some level of sequence between one Gemara and the next. And if this was Rav Ami Amarav, this would have basically no relevance to anything we are speaking about. And therefore, says the Gemara, says the Messiah Sashas, it makes more sense to be Gairas, Amar Ravin Amarav. My Dixiv, what is the meaning of the following Apostle in Yechaskel that says as follows? Va'ata ben Adam, Asei, Asei Lecha Kli Gaila. And you, Ben Adam, the son of a man, make kli goyla, utensils of goyla, of golos, of exile. And then the apostle continues, go into golos. What is a kli goyla? What is a utensil of exile? Says the Gemara Zener, refers to a candle, Vikaira, and as well, these refers to a bowl, a bowl. These are the basic utensils that one needs. You need a light to eat, you need a bowl, a light to see, a bowl to put your food in. And we move in over to and the Gemara continues, Vishatiach and a mat, and a mat, which is the Mephir Shavir points out what's the usage of a mat? It's something you can eat on. Mats had obviously many usages, Bizman Chazal. But over here, the Mephir learns that the reason why this mat was necessary was because this is going to be an implement. It's going to be a sort of some form of portable table. Says the Gemara, Bechoyser Kol. Quoting another Pasik, this is a Pasik in Devarim. The Pasik says, Atachas, the famous Pasik, because you did not serve Hashem, Besimcha, Ubetov Leiv, even when you had everything good, therefore Hashem, unfortunately, this is the beginning of the Teichacham, unfortunately Hashem sends us into Galus, because we didn't serve Hashem with the appropriate mindset when we were able to. And the Pasik concludes that Hashem's going to send you out and you're going to be hungry, and you're going to be bechayser kol. You're going to have nothing. So what does that mean that you're going to have nothing without anything? Amar avami, amar rav, beloi ner. You're not going to have even an air. Ubeloi sholchan. You're not going to have a table to eat on. Rav chistamar beloi isha. One will not have a wife. Rav sheishes amar beloi shamosh. You won't have an assistant, someone to serve you. Rav nachman amar beloi dea. You're going to lose your mind without understanding. And these are the different implements, different items the gemara is teaching is going to happen due to the gullahs that one is we are forced to enter. Tanda, we learned in a rice of four lines down, that what is referred to, that you're not going to have salt, you're not going to have grease, you're not going to have the basics of that which gives food taste. You might be able to have some level of food, but you're going to be missing that which gives food the taste. Continues the Gemara, Omer says Abayah, Naktinan, usually Naktinan is the word that refers to a halacha lemoisha misinai. Ain ani ella bideya. There's no such thing as an ani ella bideya, one who doesn't have appropriate das. 
Bimarava Amri in the West in Artisol, they said, Didabe, one who has his das, he has understanding. Kula Bay, you have everything. Deloidabe, if you don't have your understanding, Ma Bay, <coughs> what does he have? Nothing. Dokani, if he acquires this entity of Das Machasr, what is he lacking? Dalaikani, if he doesn't require, acquire it, Maikani, what does he acquire? Now, exactly why the Gemara has to say the positive and the negative, we'll leave for now. And now, with that, with that bit of a segue of a segue, of course, we're in the middle of the lengthy discussion of Allah uh, excuse me, of Achmasas Arch, no, incorrect. Um, there we go. Because the Mishnah said, if someone is moider hanaf from his friend, you let him be mavakar chaylim. Two days ago, we learned that you're allowed to stand by him, you're not allowed to sit by him, etc. So now we continue with Amar of Alexandria. We're about 10 lines down. The first one line is Rep. Amar of Chiyabaraba. If one is sick, if one is not well, and then he gets better, says the Gemara, that is an indicator that he was completely forgiven for all his Averis. How do I know that? Shinemar, as the Pasik teaches us, that the Pasik puts together the Slicha, the forgiven on, forgiveness on one's sins, the two, the healing on one's sickness. Rav Hanuna Amar says, Rav Hanuna Chayzer, that what happens when one heals from a disease, he returns to the days of his youth, as the Apostlech says, the Apostlech of here says that his skin will be nice and fresh, more, more than in his youth, he's going to return to back, back when he was young. And we continue quoting other psukim that deal with what is the aftermath, what are the effects of different illnesses, of different diseases. Says the Gemara, Kol Mishkavai Hofachta Bechalyai. You have upset everything through his illness. Amr Rav Yisif, what does this teach us? Laimar, this is a passage in Tehillim. Laimar Dimeshkach Limudai. That what happens, that one who gets sick, it causes him to forget his learning. Rav Yosef Chalash says the Gemara, this is very famous, that Rav Yosef took ill, and he forgot his learning, his mind went blank, Ahadri Abayi Abayi, his Talmud, returned, reviewed with him, Kamei, in front of him, and he taught him, and he reminded his Rabbi Abayi, everything that he had forgotten. I knew the Bechol Dochti, and this is what we find, the Bechol Dochti, throughout all of Shas, Amar Rav Yosef, that Rav Yosef says, that I did not hear, Hadash Maitzah. This is where we find the following give and take. Rav Yaisi said, I never heard this. And then the Gemara continues with Amr Le'abaya, Atam Rita. What do you mean you never heard it? Rebbe, you said it in the Alan to us. And he taught it to us from the following Braisa. And where did this come from? This came from the fact that Rav Yaisif lost his learning, forgot his learning, and Abaya Talmud reminded him. Continues the Gemara, five lines from the white line. Similarly, Kiyavigamir Rav Rebbe. Talas Esri Abi Rebbe learned 13 versions of the Mishnayis. You know that Rebbe was the one that put together the Mishnayis. And then what happened? Agamre Ravchia, he taught Ravchia's Talmud Shiva Minhoin, seven of the 13 versions. But then Lusayv Chalash, Rebbe turned ill. Lusayv Chalash, Rebbe. So Ahad Ravchia Kameh Hanu Shiva. So Ravchia 
Rabbi Dagamre, Rav Chia taught him the seven that his Rebbe Rebbe had taught him, Shita Azda, but the other six, unfortunately, Rebbe had lost. Havehu Katsra, continues the story, there was a laundry man, and this laundry man overheard Rebbe, whenever Rebbe would learn out loud, we know a tremendous chula for Zikara, and Yashiv was wanted to tell everyone, you want to remember your learning, you say it out loud, so the Rebbe would repeat his learning out loud so much, to the point that the laundry man, the people who were serviced Rebbe in his household, knew his learning. So, Azal Rabchiyah V'gamar Yasain, Kameh Katsra, so Rav Chia, Rebbe Talmud, went to the laundry man and learned the six versions of Mishnayis that is Rebbe. Rebbe had forgotten. And then he came back and taught them to Rebbe. Absolutely fascinating how the Lumir laundry man could have absorbed the Torah of Rebbe. Whenever Rebbe would see this laundry man, Rebbe had an incredible Akarsa Taif, as Gemara is about to prove for this laundry man, the fact that he re-taught him all the time, he forgot. You made myself and you made Chia, my Talmud, because you re-taught us our learning. You get the army, another version, third wide line. This is what Rebbe said to the laundry man. You created Chia. <coughs> created me. Continues the Gemara back to Bikir Chaylim, on the fourth wide line, Amrav Chia Bar Abba, Godol Ne Shenasa Lechayla, Yoyser Minanes Shenasa Lechananya Mishal Vazaria. Says the Gemara, a startling statement. The nace that happens to each and every chayla, when there's a chayla that gets better, the nace of one getting better is a larger nace than Hananya, Mishal, Vazari. We know they were thrown into the Kibshan Aish. It's greater than that. Says the Gemara, Shal Hananya, Mishal, Vazari, Ishal, Hadith. Why? Because by Hanani Vishal Vazaria, what was it? It was a regular ordinary fire. Anyone can come along, pour some water on that fire, and they'll put it out. But Vizu, when someone is sick, shall chayla, shall shamayimi, it's a fire from heaven. Who could calm, who could quelch, who could put out the fire of heaven? So to be saved from the fire of a sickness is at some level greater, says the Gemara, than Hanani Mishal Vazariah's Savior. Once the time, the predetermined time of a person comes, it's time for him to be nifter. Everyone can rule over him. There could be any entity, as the Gemara is about to prove, that could bring him back about his death. As the Pasuk says, regarding Kayan and Evel, that once Hashem removed his protection, anyone who's going to find me, Yargeni. Rav Amar Menadin Kara, Rav brings a different source with Mishwatecha Amdu Ayayim. That they said your decrees have t- stood today, Kiakol Avadecha, for everyone. Once the time comes for one to be nifter, everyone is considered Hashem's servant to bring about that end. 
was told, There was a tall man that died. How did he die? He was riding a female mule. And he reached a bridge. And what happened when he reached the bridge? This mule went crazy. Shadiyin threw him off. Because Shochev and he was nifter as he was thrown into wa- the water. Kari al nafshei and Rabbi Rashida called this story that your decrees have stood today again, showing that once the time comes for one to be nifter, it's irrelevant. He's tall. It's irrelevant. He's on an animal. The animal could randomly just throw him off, and it'll come to his demise. Similarly, says the Gemara Shmuel Chazya Lahu Shmuel saw a certain. Karkusa da Karva, certain scorpion that was Yaticha ala Karuksa that was sitting on top of a frog. So we have a scorpion, beautiful, someone wants to draw a picture. We have a scorpion riding on the frog's back. And Shmuel's watching that there's this scorpion using a frog as a boat riding across the river. Tarka Gavra, Umayis. The scorpion reaches the other side of the river. The scorpion stings a person. Umayis. And that person dies. In Kari Alei and says, Shmuel, seven lines to the bottom of Again, anything could be the servant of Hashem. That when one time comes, what happens? What happens is Hashem goes and could create a scorpion to run on the frog's back to go and ride across the river. Omar Shmuel says, Shmuel, Eid Mevakrinis Achayla. Going back to the actual beaker, Chaylim says, Shmuel, you do not visit the sick aside for one that has a fever. Says the Gemara, five lines to the bottom, what does this come to exclude? Excuse me. We do not visit one with an intestinal disease, not one with an eye disease, not one with something wrong with his head. So the fact that he said we only go visit one with a fever comes to exclude these cases. So says the Gemara, three lines from the bottom. I understand why we don't go visit one who has an intestinal disease, because it's embarrassing. The guy has to quickly go and run to the bathroom. He could be embarrassed. What's the reason not to visit one? That has either a head issue or an eye issue. Explains the Gemara. Talking is harmful for the eyes, and is good for a fever. So, by visiting someone, you're going to come to talk to them, and that's not good for one with an eye issue. Amar Rava. And seemingly it's the same for a headache. Amar Rav, hi Ishta. This person has a fever. If not for the fact that the angel of death, the Malchamov is the Musa, Ma'ali, it would be been, it would be good for the person as we turn over to Mamal from a base. Kechizra lidikli would be good for a person like the chizra, like the thorns around the dekel tree. So now over here we're finding a startling statement of Rava. Rava is teaching us that ostensibly in a vacuum, a fever is a good thing. And the happens to be, we have to know this, in modern day science, a fever is coming to heal a person. So says Rava, if not for the Malcham a fever would be a beautiful thing. 
because the fever is like the thorn around the palm tree. Chad and he says, how good would it be? It would be good once in every 30 days. And it would be like tiraiki for the body, which is something which removes the venom from the body. So really, a fever is a good thing, but the Malachamav utilizes it to his advantage. Says, no way, I don't want it, I don't want tiraika. keep this all away from me. Arson yafel chaylam. A food called arson is good for a sick person. Lirifuasai to heal in my arson says the Gemara. Mravienisan chushla de sairiatika derish nafya. What is this? This is some barley corns that are peeled off, and at the beginning of the sifting process, you take these items. These are good for a sick person. Amar Abaya ba'ayin bishula kein bistra de tura says Abaya. But one second, don't just eat these barley corns. You have to cook them a lot, like the meat of an ox, which requires a lot of cooking. Rav Yosef Amar says, Rav Yosef, No, you know what this arson is? It's something else. It's the fine flour of the barley corns, the resh nafya, from the sifting process. Amar Abayo says, Abayo, But again, don't just eat them raw. They have to be cooked very well, like the meat of an ox. Amar Rav Yechlan says, Rav Yechlan, Boredom ain't mivakrin. If someone has a boredom, a certain disease, ain't mivakrin, don't visit him, the ain't maskirin shemo, and don't even mention the name of this disease called boredom. And as we're going to see in a moment, this has to do with a flow of blood, a lot of blood. My timer of Allah, it's like a spring that's flowing with blood. Sounds pretty gory. Where did the name come from? And the Mepharshim here explained where the word boredom, bar of dam. It's a pit of blood. So after a long and lengthy Segue of Bikr Chaylim, we get back about 15 lines down. Memalva Mebei is quoting the end of the mission that we saw two days, three days ago in Lamites. The Mishnah said that you're able to heal. If Yoran is a moider, I know from his friend, we said you could visit him by standing, not by sitting, and you could heal him a refuas ha-nefesh, but not a refuas of mamoin, of money. We said we're going to discuss this today, and here it is. So Echi Getani says the Gemara, what is the Mishnah referring to? Ilei mad refuas nefesh bechinam. If it's referring to a case that you're going to heal him a healing of the soul, which means that you're just going to do it bechinam for free, and refuah money. We're trying to figure out what is the contrast in the Mishnah of Rufuah's Nefesh versus Rufuah's Mamun. If all it means is free versus for pay, ask the Gemara list, just say that. Why would the Mishnah talk in this very convoluted way of Rufuah's Nefesh versus Rufuah's Mamun? So rather, Ella says the Gemara Rufuah's Nefesh is Gufai. Rufuah's Mamun is Behemta. You're allowed to heal him, Rufuah's Nefesh. What does that mean? But you can't heal his money. You can't heal his animal. Even though you're not able to heal his animal, you still could give him advice by telling him this uh, medication is good for this, this medication is good for that. And now we have a Mishnah, halfway down, that discusses continuing what items one is allowed to do to another 
that he is moider hana from. Says the Mishnah. Viroichetz, and of course we see from the Vav that Viroichetz is a continuation from the previous Mishnah. If one is in Moedir Anah, you can't get benefit from the other, but you let it bathe with him in a large bathhouse, but not a small bathhouse. You can sleep with him in a bed. Only in the summer, not in the winter. Why? Because you benefit him by sleeping in the winter. And of course we understand what's going on over here. Is that if it's a large bath, the fact that there's multiple people in it doesn't affect each other. If it's a small bath, each person entering the bath helps the other, gives him more water, etc. Sleeping in one bed. Again, body. If it's in the winter, like Rav Yudah qualifies, now two people in one bed gives more body heat, and the summer would be different. Continues the Mishnah. You could recline with him on a bed, and we're not worried. You could sit down on the same couch. You're not worried. You're going to doze off and fall asleep. You can eat together. You can't eat from the Tamchoy, which we'll see what this means. But the Tamchoy was a sort of serving dish, and the way that the Tamchoy worked is they put it on the table, this is all the food for the meal. So if I go take a little bit more, you're going to get a little bit less. So if there's a situation of a nether hana, I'm going to be benefiting from you by eating from the tamchoy by more or less than what I eat. But if the tamchoy achoyzer, which is a tamchoy, which is a serving dish that they rep- continuously replenish, then there's no difference whether one person eats two or three because you keep on replenishing and therefore you could yes, eat out of such a dish. We're going to see today just this Gemara to the next Mishnah. Says the Gemara, Tanya, we learned in a price. Hello, you can't bathe in one bath. You can't sleep in a bed. A large bed is allowed. And a small bed is allowed. Mutter, mutter, one second. Yeah, I knew something was wrong. One more time. A small bed in the summer, because again, these are old entities that you're not getting benefit in the summer. In the sweltering heat, having an extra person in the bed is not giving benefit. You can bathe in a large bath. And you could go into a shvitz, a sauna with him, even in a small one. Avol, meisim imal amit, you had a yes reclan on a bed, v'echim ala shulchan, avoloi minatamchay, avoloi chalu minatamchay achayzer. Rabbi Yisra Chanina minatamchay achayzer, lebal habayis, qualifying that, what does that mean? means the tamchay, the serving dish, goes back to the balabayis, as we explained, because then there's no benefit, because it continuously is replenished. We'll pick off from the next mission on the next year, b'siyato dishmayo.